Welcome to another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Afian Jones, and um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Tonight, we're going to get to our NBA bubble update late here on a Thursday night after a Laker W, a Laker win against the Nuggets. So, we will discuss that, but uh, we were... Uh, we may come with the three topics. We may discuss um, the criticism, but really I'm going to leave that for another episode. You know, I want to, but it needs to be said about the whole thing about constructive criticism and everything else. But we're going to go into, I'm going to give you five minutes at least on the Rihanna Taylor. We're going to say her name tonight. Um, Posted a few things, basically my disappointment and charges not being brought against the officers in the case for her, her death, um, and just why I, I, I'm just not okay with that. You know, sometimes, you know, stuff happens on a national level. You get news, and you know, it, it does. It, it makes you feel. It, it just makes you feel some kind of way. You know, when you at work, it makes you feel some kind of way when you go out and be around people. It makes you feel some kind of way about the country that we live in, the justice system that we live under. And, you know, I'm not going to say anything too political about what's going on because, once again, I do work a job for <laughs> for an insurance company. And I don't want people thinking I'm so biased against, you know, certain people, majority of white people that we're working with. But just to to voice my concern about what it is, you know, just the issues, especially in that case. You know, now we know that when the police killed this woman, and that's what they did, they killed her. They were executing what most people will feel is very controversial. To me, it's illegal. They call it a no-knock search warrant. That means the police can come to your house, bust in your house, and search your property without announcing that they're the police. Now, in a split second, it takes the police to say police before they before they bust your door down, call themselves knocking. What in a split second does it give you the ability to do in that split second in the middle of the night? when all you hear is police and your door being busted down. But in this case, the Louisville uh, Police Department, when I don't know if they knew dudes armed and dangerous or whatever the situation was, and thought that he was a threat, so they said, we're going to do a no-knock search warrant. All right. Once again, let me explain this. Why... Do we have a justice system or why do we have the ability? Why would a judge have the ability to sign a warrant in which the police could just come into your house without even announcing they're the police? Bust your door down and kill someone in your house. Like, does a no-knock search warrant give you the ability to just go in somebody's house and do whatever it takes? To, to arrest someone. Because essentially, they went in looking for drugs and didn't find any. But 
even beyond that, you know, if I believe in my First Amendment rights or Second Amendment right to bear arms, if I'm sitting here, got a gun in my house, and I live in a neighborhood where people can come in my house and try to rob, shoot, and kill me, well, we got stories of, uh, you know, Sean Taylor being killed in his own home, being shot to death when assailants had guns and he had a knife and this man was shot to death in his own house and this was a football player for the Washington Redskins at the time you know out of Miami University ultimate tough guy you know got shot and killed in his home protecting his 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 family so us seeing incidents like that us living in neighborhoods where this stuff goes down where people can come in your house and rob and kill you. Why, if somebody decided they was going to bust my door down, what I think is the police, especially if they don't announce that it's the police. You don't have a time to react or nothing else. All you know is you hear boots and people coming into your house. and You don't know who it is. We've heard stories about how one UFC fighter wound up beating up a robber that came in his house and he got kind of injured in the situation. But more than less of the time, we've heard stories about people getting killed or even worse, families getting tied up and all, you know, shot execution style. We've heard of people having their families raped from home invaders and you have the right in this day and age when somebody lives in a neighborhood where stuff goes down like this to just bust in my house. Don't announce you're the police. And then not only just come in and do whatever you want to do, but you wind up killing the woman I love. And you don't do nothing with the police officers that did it. They're still working jobs. They're still taking care of business. they still providing for their families. Nothing's going on. Nothing changes here. Then you have their lawyers like, oh, the system's working. The system doesn't work when somebody has the right to invade my living space. Don't announce that they're the police so I even put my gun down. Because I put it to you like this. If the police pulled me over, I ain't got nothing for them. Whatever they say goes, I'd rather get bailed out of jail than get put in the ground. Whatever you're going to do, hey, it's going to get done. I got whatever money I got is going to fight, whatever charge you're going to give me. Uh, if you kick down my door, if you say police, hey, hands in the earth, search my house. If you find something, I ain't put it there. You know, who's these guns? I got papers on them, you know. But the, the issue is that as long as I know it's the police, hey, I know what's going to happen. I'm probably going to go to jail and I'm probably going to have to face a charge. Or And I'm not living that style of life being real. You know, the most dangerous thing I do is play dominoes with somebody. And I ain't even a domino player to do way better than me. Only crimes I commit is every now and then I whoop people up on the fighting games. Pretty good. Like my son sometimes when he try to play Tekken. But <laughs> that's not, that's neither here nor there. But if they come in my house and announce, hey, we the police. Uh, hey, I'm not going to shoot at the police because I understand they would kill me if I did that. But if somebody's just, if I'm in my bedroom and my door is being kicked in and I don't know who it is, 
Of course, I'm going to have a weapon ready, and it may not be a gun. It could be a machete or something else, but we don't know because at the end of the day, the police didn't announce that they were the police when they served that warrant, which, once again, there should, no, there should not be a such thing as a no-knock warrant. That should be a federal law against writing those warrants. And I don't care what it's said or how it's done. This is why we have to vote so that we can make sure that these laws and this police reform and this stuff is done nationwide so that if something like that happens again, we can start holding these police officers accountable. It is a travesty that this lady has to go so many days and so many months without her officers even facing the grand jury. And then the grand jury, they so busy declaring a state of emergency and calling the National Guard before anything went down, people already knew what the situation was going to be. The only thing, nothing changes. The, the only thing that's really changed now is because we are tired of it. People are talking about it. LeBron James spent a good minute making sure that we knew that we knew who Breonna Taylor was, that we're not happy about the situation. I'm not right. I can't go to my boss and tell her I feel a certain kind of way about my country right now, and that may affect my work performance, because now I'm going to go to work and get my hustle in. I'm going to go to work and do the best I can to help every single person that hits my phone line. I'm going to be the team player no matter how much stress and pressure comes down on me in the process of doing that. Now, I may use the PTO days. If I really feel sad or something, I'll call in. I'll go get some counseling if I need to, if it gets to me to that point. Because it's not right now. You know, I can say that, but I can honestly say that as a man of color myself, as somebody who has to spell his name a hundred times a day on these phone calls, as somebody who is... You can't mistake who I am and what I am when you talk to me. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of messed with about the situation that we got to march and protest and 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 urge and pry and pull and cry in front of TV cameras for people to give us civil rights, for people to give us equal housing, for people to give us justice, and still they have, and still we don't have it. You know, we have to turn Black Lives Matter into a slogan and people still are trying to point it in seven different, eight different directions. Black Lives Matter is a movement, not an organization no more. It is a movement to recognize that black people do not have it the same way as white people. And not just black people. They For a whole half of the year, last year, the end of last year, they were putting Mexicans family. They were putting immigrant children in cages. Separating them from their parents. And it took a whole outcry for the president to sign some order and then even after he signed that order and made the whole public thing, there was still 2,600 kids behind cages, behind fences. Not And people not knowing where their parents were. This is how we treat people in this country, and people need to understand that. That it's not just black lives matter, brown lives matter, yellow lives matter. Arabian, you you come from uh, Middle Eastern lives matter. 
that's what Black Lives Matter stands for. People need to understand that. And we should not the post sign say in racism and they did everything in NFL to not put Black Lives Matter on that. They said in racism. Let's do it together. And the fans there still boo. Still boo. People say Black Lives Matter. We're not talking about no organization no more. We're talking about a movement so that we can recognize that black people and brown people don't have the same justice center. They don't have the same justice system. They're not policed the same. They're not treated the same. They don't get jobs the same. The opportunities are not the same. And until we start fighting the end racism that we have in this country, it's going to be that way. And I would love to have a whole podcast where we just do a little bit here and there and we're not so blackity black, 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 but my podcast is a black podcast. It's it's black. (laughs) You know, that's what we do here. And being real, you know, you don't like it, you don't have to listen. You know, but this is black articulation. This is me using the platform that I have that God gave me the voice. What it's like to be in America and if any one of the white people that are following me or that know me or anybody that's out in those communities that we do business with, if any one of you guys actually listen to this, the frustration that you hear is real. And no, I didn't have somebody for me being killed and everything else. You're talking to somebody who just lost a nephew a minute ago, you know, to, to drug use, just lost a nephew two years lost a cousin two years ago to drug 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 to to, to gang violence or, or street violence gun violence then we wind up I got nephews in jail you know for gun charges and talking all crazy stuff and it ain't because they mama raised them up for that no because they decided that the street life is easier than doing what I had to do which is go and work a job because they felt they was too disadvantaged to do that. And a lot of times I can't sit here and say they wrong. You know? It took me almost to, I'm what, 41 years old? Came out of Rankin Technical College with, with, with my paperwork and everything else. And it still had trouble getting jobs, getting decent paying jobs in the field that I went to school for, a degree in applied science, no one wanted to hire me in that field. So guess what I had to do? Do something different. And the reason, I I can't really sit here and say the reason I didn't move up in automotive. I started working insurance and instantly I'm good. You know, started doing insurance and we good, we straight. But I could have been making this money in automotive but once again, opportunities wasn't handed to me. They wanted me to work for $10 an hour the whole time I was in that field. And <laughs> that ain't going to work, man. It's, it didn't work. You go work at a dealership, Mercedes-Benz, you're trying to work at uh, these nice, fancy dealerships. And if you can't sell cars, you're not going to make no money. <laughs> working on cars, being a mechanic and being a man of color, yeah, 
unless you got this much experience, go ask a, go ask a black person that's a mechanic in the field right now and listen to the stories. Go talk to a black person that worked his way up through Jiffy Lube and see how many black assistant, see how many black general managers Jiffy Lube or Babylon has. But who's working in the pits though? And that's just automotive. We ain't talking about plumbing, electrical. We ain't talking about all these other welding, all these other fields that you can get into. And when the professionals come out to your house, how many of those are black? And on top of that, you being over-policed and the police getting paperwork to come into your house and do whatever they want to do without even having to say police. Without giving you no rhyme, no reason, no warning. And they don't find drugs, but what they do find is your dead girlfriend because they killed her. Because you trying to defend yourself against people you don't know who they are. So we got government agents that can just put on black and just come and decide get paperwork from a judge just come in your house. And you wonder why we're trying to go out here and vote. Wonder why we're trying to make these changes. I don't want no one to ever forget the name Breonna Taylor. I don't want no one to ever feel like why we don't feel this way. And I want us to hold every politician. I don't care if they're Republican. I don't care if they're Democrat. I don't care if they're Independent. I don't care if they're Martian. We need to hold them accountable for this. And I just, my prayers go out to the family in the city of Louisville, the state of Kentucky, period. Everywhere where police are, my prayer go out to them too because because the the more this stuff happens, it affects all police. And if the police want to sit here and say they're good police and most of us are good police, then the good police need to get their voices heard so they can stop the bad police from killing people for no reason. And we can leave that there. Um, we can leave that there. Uh, and on the, on the on a brighter note, yeah, the Lakers got to win tonight. It was nice to see uh, the other guys step in. Nice to see Dwight Howard turn back the clock for at least a half and and do what he had to do, put his damage in, get his offensive rebounds. It was nice seeing. Um, KCP kind of step up, seeing playoff Rondo make an appearance. Um, it was tough watching Anthony Davis fall over. You know, he got took a couple of big hits, and you know, the officiating in this game was kind of eh. <laughs> you know, I think LeBron got away with a couple of fouls, but hey, that's LeBron. You got a dunk on LeBron and score on him, you know, <laughs> and. Yeah, being real, Jamal Murray got it, got it in, man. He was hitting some shots, but I was like, that ain't, whoa. <laughs> that ain't going in, whoa. And everything that he was doing, they lost because they really couldn't get Nikola Jokic out there. They couldn't get Jokic going. And that's the main thing. If you can get Jokic in foul trouble, if you can get him on the bench, 
that's where you can get that lead. Now, they're going to always come back. But you can get a strong enough lead to where you can hold them off, man. And that's the... Putting Dwight Howard in in the starting lineup was a good move. And we'll see what happens next game. Because, once again, it's 3-1. But they didn't came back with 3-1 a couple of times. But, as my man Snoop said, the Lakers ain't the Clippers. <laughs> so, we'll see what happened there. Um... Special thanks to a few people um, that are helping with me. Um, my man Mike Plunkett, who's working with me on getting my house done. Um, just certain people. Um, and once again, Shelly out here <laughs> keeping me, holding me down uh, this week and stuff like that. Special shout out to uh, just my team. Um, just people that are working with me in music, my church, home, and uh, just my family, you know, new family, you know, we as men sometimes, we be trying to take on the whole world by ourselves, and a lot of times in the fact of doing that, we don't really fellowship and come into contact with other men, and I noticed we got, took some time out, you know, to hang out with some fellas from the other church, and we're gonna do a little, some little fellowship and this guys and family stuff, and you know, we do have a good time when we do get together barbecuing and stuff and playing dominoes and spades and the occasional round of chess. So I do just want to say, guys, we, we really do need to kind of come together, man. A lot of times it ain't got to be like we going out doing some, you know, whatever. Because sometimes, you know, that can get you in. But just the fact that fellas can hang with each other, fellowship, you know, maybe hit the range up or... You know, even going to the gym, going to, you know, play basketball, whatever, you know, whether we just sitting playing dominoes or something like that, you know, it's, and I'm not a good dominoes player, but just the fact that men could come together, hang out, do stuff, kind of open up about, you know, just being men, you know, it ain't got to be no big, you know, turn up or nothing like that, but just men spending time with other men. And just fellowshipping, you know. Yeah, you got <laughs> your girl and family stuff it's all the time. But, you know, sometimes it's good to have another guy that you kind of talk over stuff with. You know, kind of make sure, you know, to kind of hold you down and, and, and say, hey, you bounce ideas off of it. Is this good? No, I think that's trash, man. <laughs> you kind of, it's different when you got it coming from another guy. Me, historically... I don't hang around other guys, man. It's like a lot of the worst things that I didn't got into came out because I was hanging out with guys that I really didn't know. So it's good to find other guys that go to church and that are, you know, doing things in in that positive direction and, and spending time. And I just want to just say, hey, man, we guys need to do more of that, you know, positive energy and uh, go from there. So, once again, thanks everybody for listening. You guys have a great night. Once again, prayers out to Brianna Taylor's family. Prayers out to that whole city and that whole situation. And we'll come back uh, either Sunday or Monday night with the episode, and it'll just strictly be about music and music ministry. That whole episode. I'm going to get to my musicians. I know they've been asking about it. Some people ask questions. So we're going to get to that. You know, tonight, with the whole situation going to Kentucky, 
We just wanted to make sure we addressed that. All right. Good night, and we'll see you next time.